Thank you. What's up, you cool cats and kittens? It is Duncan here. I'm uh, here for a solo episode. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. I'm currently playing Call of Duty. Um, so if my audio gets all fucky, it's because I'm in the final circle and um, I need my my head my headset. So um, without further ado, uh, this episode is. Um, an ode to Jackson Thomas Fritz, um, one of my very best friends for a while now, um, but I'm going to get to him at a later point in this episode because I just have some kind of final things I'd like to wrap up in terms of um, my just like random notes and stuff that... Who is shooting at me? This is ridiculous. You guys are going to have to put up with uh, me playing Call of Duty. Where is that guy? Who are you? Why'd you come? Why'd you come here? Who do you think you are? Um, I just have some random ass notes that I kind of want to wrap up uh, from other episodes that I may not have been able to. Yeah, you fucking suck, dude. Holy shit, that guy stinks. Um, but I wanted to wrap up, uh, kind of finish up stuff that I didn't think was quite episode worthy or that didn't really flow into episodes before. So I'm just gonna kind of rattle them off. Um, to start off, um, I feel as though there are points, and I don't know what exactly is the reason for this, but especially during the pandemic, there have been different points in which my relationship with music um, has kind of shifted. And I think one of the biggest ones I've seen has been in the gym. Like, I've gone through phases, and this also might have something to do with, like, how I'm working out and, like, where I'm getting to, like, what kind of, like, levels, like, plateaus, I guess, what kind of um, ledges in the cliff I'm getting to um, in terms of my uh, physical fitness. Um, and I think that one of the biggest ones has been that I've kind of stopped. Like, I, for a while, I would only listen to, like, my, the, I had a playlist that I would listen to um, and just kind of put it on shuffle all the time. And I feel as though that has shifted to me doing more, um, like, listening to full albums. Like, I went through a phase a couple weeks ago where I was just nonstop listening to full albums, um, which I think is a little different. Um, and I would be interested to explore more of that, because it, it wasn't even, like, stuff that I would normally listen to. Like, it was a lot of, like, we talked about Basement Jacks, um, the Chemical Brothers is another one that's kind of in a similar vein of that, like, early 2000s, 90s kind of electronic dance, pop, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so I was listening to stuff like that while I was in the gym, and it was honestly, maybe it just resonated a certain tone with me that, that really kind of worked for me. I don't know exactly what it was, but, um, yeah, um, I think that I don't really have a whole lot of more thoughts on that particular topic. That one was kind of a dud. Um, I went to get the Cactus Jack meal. I don't know if I'm going to put the video out, to be honest. It's just been such... It, to be honest, it's like kind of like a pet project, and the moment has kind of passed as far as uh, Travis Scott and his meal go. Um, so I might just sort of 
use that one and try to perfect it, try to use it to learn uh, Photoshop a little bit better. Oh, this guy's dead. Um, suck my dick, bud. And then um, I may just kind of move on with it and let her lie um, and never put it out. Maybe I'll put it out someday, who knows? But uh, ain't gonna be right now, I'll tell you that much. Um, but it was very good. Uh, yeah, that might be an overstatement. It was all right, but uh, I did. Someone on the the Twitter net, on the interweb Twitter place, uh, brought up the fact that it is by far the cheapest meal that McDonald's offers, and they were wondering if maybe that was sort of like an intentional marketing strategy. Um, maybe not even marketing strategy, but I guess everything kind of falls under that umbrella nowadays. Um, everything is marketable content, 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 blah, 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 blah. Um, and so, but I thought that was a very interesting idea that they might have, the merch line might have been to make the, the whole endeavor profitable, but then it's part of the, the motivation for the meal was so that in a time in which many people are pinching pennies and scraping by, um, that people could have an affordable meal, um, available to them at pretty locations pretty much fucking everywhere. Uh-oh. Got a hostile dropping into the area. Better not be my area, you bitch. Really struggling without fucking sound here right now. Um, I have the sound for my TV, but that doesn't go a whole long way. Um, so yeah, I found that very interesting that, that maybe that was why the some of those items were very overpriced that we referred to as far as the merch line goes. Um, and other kind of fun ideas like that. Um, but I also... Huh. Oh, this is just more of a topic that is too gross for, for that. But uh, for all of you who are familiar with the podcast, we uh, are big fans of Tom Segura. Also known as Tom... Saguda, um, and his podcast with his wife, Christina Pashitsky, um, called Your Mom's House. So I'm a big fan. My roommate and I are big fans. Um, and they recently have started doing live episodes uncensored. And oh boy, was the last one quite a trip. I saw some things that quite plainly put, you just can't unsee. There's really no unseeing those kind of things. Um, so, uh, among them was a woman shoving apples up her butt and then shitting them out, um, which, hoo-wee, was that something to watch. It was definitely something that I saw with my eyes. Um, and, oh, what was another one? What have we got? What else do we got here? There was a guy who one of his fingernails died because he shut it in a car door and so he peeled it off and then he vaped it and I learned that that is something that will quickly make me throw up um there was also what was the other one I brought it up last night but it's escaping my memory at the moment um I'm gonna go grab this bounty right here um I don't know I wish I could tell you um, but also bear with me because I've never done an episode solo, and so I'm intrigued by how this is gonna how this is gonna go. If I'm gonna have to do a lot of editing, or if it's gonna be pretty straightforward. Um, but 
hopefully you guys will get a relatively finished product by the time I'm done with it. It's my hope. Ooh, I'm gonna bang over here and grab a you of. Also, sorry for my COD content, but you know, it is what it is. What are you gonna do? Requesting recon. Requesting recon. Good job, Bubba. There's nobody either. Everybody has ghosts, or there's nobody around me. Um, but yeah, editing is a super cool thing. I think people don't. I guess like, there's no reason you would, but people don't really get that it takes fucking forever to edit these things. Like when we record, even like if it's an hour podcast, that's an hour we have to record, and then an hour where I have to. I, I mean, I guess I don't have to do this, but in order to like put across a. a palatable product i basically have to listen to the entire thing over again and then make the cuts make the edits all that kind of stuff um and uh probably just to transition a little bit into kind of btsing podcasting from someone who podcasts for all of about 10 people um it's um the scheduling has been the hardest aspect especially because jackson and i work such sort of polar opposite jobs um, like he has a very nine to not nine to five, but he has like a, a kind of schedule, um, and stuff like that. Whereas I am just sort of doing whatever the hell. I think there's somebody near me. A little nervous. I'm going to camp this by, um, but yeah, so scheduling has been the most difficult for us, especially cause I usually have rotating off days, whereas Jackson has specific days, but then Jackson also has, a significant other um, that's not throws a wrench into it, but it's just like they make they do things together, you know, as a couple does that's been together for as long as they have. Um, and so, oh shit, damn it, where did you come from, bro? You literally just ran into me. Well, fuck, that sucks. Um, yeah, I was I wasn't paying attention there. That's that's tough work. We got fists in the gulag. How do you kill me? I had more punches. That's fucking ridiculous. Um, but I guess that is a good transition into my love letter, my birthday tribute to my dear friend. Mr. Jackson, um, as I start another game of Call of Duty, we'll see how this one goes. Um, but Jackson and Sarah have been together since like before Jackson and I were really good friends. I don't remember exactly the math that lines up tells me, um, it must have been sophomore year of high school. That would make sense. Sophomore year, maybe early junior year. I don't know. But they have been together forever. They've had their their ups and their downs. And they're, you know, it's a relationship. But I guess, I think for me, the... Not that I don't understand it, because I do understand it. But I think it's just like, there. sometimes you find that people in their relationships... Um, have something fulfilled that isn't necessarily like they don't necessarily show to other people like it's a side of them kind of I guess maybe 
That's what I'm trying to say. Um, but they're just, I mean, they're inseparable. They have a puppy now. Um, the M word has been getting thrown around. That's terrifying. Um, I don't know about Ming anyone. I don't know. That's like, just highlights how, how different Jackson and I are that, uh, the M, I can't even fathom the M word, you know, it's, it's the M word. It's, it's kind of gross. Um, it's kind of like for, for what, but I mean, it's, as you guys can clearly hear, it's not for Duncan at this moment in his life. Um, I'm honestly just doing my best to try to keep this plant in my living room alive. Um, and even that's going mediocrely well, I think. I don't see any dead leaves. There's a couple spots. Maybe she needs a little water. I think she needs a little water. We'll spruce it up. Um, but, I mean, I got a first-hand view at Jackson and Sarah in when we lived together, obviously. Um, Sarah was... Sarah basically was our roommate that didn't pay rent, unfortunately. I would have liked, liked her to take a little chunk out of mine so I didn't have to do it. Pay as much monies. Um... But I find it fascinating, um, and I think they're a really strong, they're really good together. Um, I find it fascinating to be with someone through that entire time in your life, especially for me, I know looking back was like a lot of changing in my personal life, a lot of changing and growth from myself. Um, I still haven't figured out what the fuck I want to do, but... Um, Clearly, Jackson kind of, I'm almost jealous of him in a way that he was able to kind of know exactly what he wanted to do and kind of just set out to do it. I mean, he's honestly made me consider going into teaching. Um, I think that would be something I would definitely be interested in down the road, but I mean, who the fuck knows? Um, it's more school and I fucking hate school. Also, 7 a.m., does that... Does anyone really think I'm up at 7 a.m.? I think I have a better chance of being the president than that. But, um, yeah, Jackson and I, I think really when our friendship blossomed, I think you can point to when we worked together at the corn maze, which to the best of my memory was junior and senior year. I think he started working there junior year and then, but I might be wrong. It might have been senior year. I have terrible memory. Um, but him and I were like the kind of, and I think that's when I gained a lot of respect for him because there's a lot to be said about how a person behaves at work and like the kind of responsibility that they take. Um, and he's one of those people where like, there were, I mean like, I'm not going to necessarily name names, but there were some people that I uh, was able to employ along with us um, who didn't quite take the job as seriously as uh Jackson or I and so it was super cool to be able to work with him in that capacity and kind of I remember we always used to do like all the fucking uh like birthday bonfires and bullshit together and we would just be fucking whipping around in the one of the stupid ass trucks from uh the uh the farm it was a ton of fun man I mean a ton of fun um but yeah, then we eventually transitioned to Christmas tree season, which was a whole different ballgame, and it meant us working a little bit less together um, because that was one of the, the big things about the corn maze was that we pretty much 
worked um, the same shifts, and like it was always, he was always the one that like if we had um, weekdays, like it would be him and I hanging out in this little fucking shed, just uh, you know doing what the fuck ever, dicking off, doing homework, uh, but making sure all the all the stuff was in order, all the people were going into the corn maze and fucking like a Tuesday at. 5 p.m. like a crazy person good to go uh, make sure everything was cleared out and then obviously that meant a lot of time of us just fucking sitting on our thumbs together doing a whole bunch of nothing so I think whenever you're put in that situation it's it's kind of like uh, especially when it when it's a work situation it quickly stems from um, all right like we're here like let's just fucking make the best of it to becoming pretty good friends um, and, I mean, him and I were closest. Fuck it, it helped that I didn't... Sorry, there's a sneeze. What? <coughs> Motherfucker. It helped that uh, I didn't have a car at the time. Yeah, suck my dick, dude. Oh, yeah, let's camp in the fucking bank, dude. Let's fucking camp. Yeah, yeah, let's stand down there. I'll pick up any of the loot and try to fucking pretend that there's nobody down here. Yeah, fuck you. How about that, buddy? How about fucking that? Suck my whole dick in my balls. Um, yeah, that I went on a real tangent there. That's on me, guys. Um, but also, I hate campers. Um, where was I? I didn't have a car at the time, so Jackson and I would fucking head out of school together, hop in his nice... Uh, what was it, a Toyota, I don't think it was the Tundra, I think it was the Tacoma, if I remember correctly, and bump some beats, heavy beats, on the way over to Ipswich, and then we just fucking, you know, dick off for however the fuck long we were allowed to, um, and it was so much damn fun, we had such a good time together, just... And then, I mean, Christmas trees came along, and then you sort of learned that Christmas trees where was where you either became a... It was, it was the man or a boy. Are you a man or a boy? Because uh, it, was, it was a hustle. Anyone who's ever sold Christmas trees knows what the deal is. Shout out my boy Dickie. I think I hear footsteps on me. Hopefully someone doesn't fuck me up. Where are the goddamn stairs in this stupid place? Um... Yeah, so, uh, turn a, a boy to a man, uh, or men, separates men and boys, I don't know what I'm saying. Um, anyways, 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 where the fuck is this shit? Just picked up a grenade launcher, we're fucking cooking with gas, but I can't find the stupid scavenger, the stupid, stupid, um, the the Christmas trees is a is a hustle. You're picking up. First of all, it's like you're in Ipswich, Massachusetts. So, uh, rich white people would be a phrase I would use. Um, and whenever you get into that in the service industry, I think we all know how that turns out. And so, uh, it was a lot of people getting like ten plus foot trees. You know what I mean? Which we're talking like. A heavy ass tree. Like this isn't no, no Charlie Brown Christmas tree right now, um, and you're having to basically pick it up in order to show them, and hold it up and kind of like 
model it a little bit. I mean, you have to have like a, a pretty good knowledge of the differences in the Christmas trees because there's we sold balsams and Frasers, and obviously there are uh, upsides and downsides to each of them, even though they're just a fucking tree at the end of the day. But you'd be shocked at how many dumbasses would just come in and be like, I don't know what I want out of my Christmas tree. Can you help me? It was exhausting. Um, <clears throat> So, uh, ooh, where am I going? Where am I going? Where am I going? I'm gonna go get this fucking thing. Do I get, what do I get when I, I get a fluid dynamic? What is that? Fluid dynamics? Is that one of the snipers? Fluid dynamic. I feel like it is. I feel like it is a sniper. I don't know. We're gonna find out, dog, ain't we? Um, you have to, you're like showing off the Christmas tree. Uh, to these fucking idiots and then you gotta so we would have three things three options you could get a uh, fresh cut which most people got unless they had like a chainsaw at home and they were gonna do it themselves or if they had to drive a ways or something like that um, and then we could wrap it for you which is just that fucking netting shit so that it kind of you know uh, doesn't fucking get all over the place um, so anyways, you're doing this whole shit, and most people get like a fresh cut or something like that. Uh, fresh cut straight out the salon, bitch. And then uh, there's another thing where they sold a special fucking uh, uh, Christmas tree stand that had a, a little peg in it. This guy's right in front of me, dude. Where are you? How? How, 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 how? It's fucking stupid. Anyways, so it had this special peg in it. Is this still recording? Yeah, it is still recording. I'm dumb. Um, my bad, guys. This is going to be such a massive a fucking podcast, and I'm going to have to either spend a bunch of time editing it, or you guys are just going to have to suffer through it. Um, so as you had to then... So you'd... You'd, uh, you'd usually... I think you would wrap it first maybe you would wrap it last it feels like you'd wrap it last so you go fresh cut and then you'd have to drag that christmas tree over to this drill press thing stand it up on there make sure the dickheads that were buying the christmas tree liked how it looked and like blah, blah, blah. um and you had to hold it there so you're just this is all like shoulder and upper body just like stabilizing muscles um and Ooh, I just got murked with a crossbow. Um, so then you'd have to bring it over to someone's car and then tie it the fuck on. And granted, like we were making good money and we were getting tipped on top of it, and it was a, it was a solid hustle. But it was exhausting, dude. By the end of the day, you were toasted. Um, we'd eat like a bag of shit too. That was like primo McDonald's days when you were just eating. You were burning so many calories that it didn't matter what the fuck you ate. You could eat fucking straight fat guzzle fat you could actually have a reason to eat have a caramel frapp or a frappuccino from fucking starbucks speaking of which the new salted caramel mocha frappuccino has 81 grams of sugar in it um and i don't know i saw this tweet the other day but it was uh something along the lines of like for anyone who's 
sold the, the tweet was phrased as like if you've ever sold cocaine before but for anyone who's ever just like even seen cocaine if you think about 81 grams of cocaine and you turn it into sugar and you put it into a drink that's a fucking ridiculous amount of sugar to be in something um and so i mean that but this is all a huge huge fucking tangent to jackson fritz that man hustled in that that role and like he didn't have to but i don't know if it was what what in him made it do it but um that's the difference between boys and men um and it may not be a coincidence that one of our other very good friends richard langell also sold christmas trees um and i don't know all i'm saying is it's the three of us playing cod all day every day um I could call out some people who maybe have quit, um, maybe just haven't been playing Xbox that much. Um, and frankly, you know, it's sad to see. You hate to see stuff like that. Um, we lost some real good guys. Um, I've been trying to play with the, the old Fred Shabra, um, a lonely pigeon. Um, the Gorilla Duck uh, has been MIA, doesn't even have it downloaded. I think that's sad. Um, but yeah, and then um, we also became super close because when we weren't working at the Core Maze, we were on the golf team together. Um, and that was, when you talk about the biggest boondoggle of all time, like, golf is a boondoggle, an absolute boondoggle. Um, but it was so fun to be able to go play nine holes after school every day, five days a week. Like we sucked in matches, but, like, it really wasn't about that. Like, we were just having a good time. We were all, like, pretty decent friends. I mean, it was a good crew of us. Um, and that's, like, something where I feel like because of, I played so much golf in those days, that now gives me such a leg up, like, on other people whenever I play. Because it's just one of those things where it's, like, I'm that much closer to the Jackson and I both. I mean, I don't think he's played I don't, know. I don't know if I could say he hasn't played quite as much, but, like, it's one of those things where we're just closer to 10,000 hours than other people, if you believe in the 10,000-hour theorem. Um, but, I mean, again, talk about even, like, nowadays we still, I mean, I haven't golfed with him in a minute, but we tried to go out while I was home. Um, we, used to, we used to go out, like, every weekend when we lived in Amherst together when the weather was nice. For that, like, two months on either end of the fucking winter. Um, but, yeah, we were in school, that is. Um, but it's just I, it, one of those things where, like, A, it was just, like, him and I were together every fucking day. And then we'd have, like, classes together. We'd sit together. We'd be dicking off. And it was just, like, and it's still crazy to me how, like, back then I feel like I don't really recall Jackson sitting at, like, our lunch table or shit like that. Like, because there was always the lacrosse kids and the baseball kids. Um, which is so weird to me still that that's like how that split up specifically. But, um, and then, uh, God damn it, dude. Then I guess just also like ended up kind of parting ways as we went to college. Um, definitely hung out a bunch that summer too. Cause I think, were we still working together? I don't remember. Again, hazy, memory is hazy. Jackson thought that we worked at Saya senior year of high school. That was just patently false, wildly false. I was almost impressed with how false that was. Um, but uh, 
spent a bunch of time together. I mean, and then we went our separate ways. Jackson off to York College in Pennsylvania. Um, I, so I still have a York College uh, lacrosse sweatshirt, uh, not to brag or anything, but I fucking was repping that shit last night. Um, that was, I think I stole that from, I don't remember when. Oh, I think I stole it from Ditz, actually. I think Ditz left it at our apartment or something, and I was like, this is mine now. Um, but um, Jackson, I found out that Jackson was transferring to UMass. I kind of expected that. I mean, Sarah was going there at the time. Um, she eventually ended up in a grad program our senior year. Um, and I found this out. Actually, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna divulge any secrets. I don't exactly know what or what he wants to keep private. Um, but um, I'm sure you could put it together if you really wanted to, if you thought about it. But um, he eventually transferred, um, I believe, our junior year, and he had to live in Sylvan. Which, for anyone that knows UMass, Sylvan is like the butthole of UMass. It's where. Like, he lived with, like, a 52-year-old in his fucking... It was, like, the suites. Um, they were, like, four or five rooms, and he lived with, like, one of the kids in there, like, would fucking... He would, like, buy cocaine off the internet and, like, fucking just do it. Like, stock weirdo. Um, even for me, that's an aggressive move. Um, but... Um, then eventually second semester, we got all the paperwork and bullshit done. Uh, my roommate was moving out. I think I, I began to wonder if, uh, I was actually the problem and I was the reason all my roommates moved out, but I always ended up living with friends. My freshman year roommate was the only roommate I had for a full year other than, I mean, Jackson, Reno and Nate, but, uh, that's a different story. Um, anyways, he moved in with me in the dorms and we had a period of like just I don't know what it exactly was but I think it was just like kind of getting used to living with each other and being such close proximity with each other and I think whenever you're in that situation it's kind of can you can get on each other's nerves so I think there was a, a bit of an adjustment period um when that was concerned um which you know I I don't think either of us are gonna look back and be like well I regret that because there was a lot of cool shit that came out of that. And that was when we, I believe, started the podcast. Back in the days, I remember recording on my laptop with no headphones, no nothing, just yelling into my computer. Um, I can't, I don't think anyone listened to it back then. I think the only place you could find it was uh, SoundCloud, which was preposterous. Um, and. It was just like, what are we doing? Um, but then we ended up uh, kind of sifting through some stuff and sorting out some stuff and getting ready for uh, the next year. Um, and we ended up getting an apartment. Uh, we ended up moving into Sarah's old apartment, which was kind of a fortunate turn of events. Um, it was just like, we already knew exactly what to expect. Like, I mean, all that fucking nonsense. So that was awesome. Um, but, um, we did have a, a sticky situation with the whole roommate. Um, we didn't exactly know what to expect. Um, we had a couple of suitors. I just got shot at. It was very rude. Um, and... 
Oh, he's upstairs? What a dickhead, bro. Does he realize that I'm going to absolutely end his life? End his miserable little life. He thinks he can fucking just peek me. Okay, you're never going to see me coming, big boy. You ain't going to see me coming. I got the big gun out, kid. Yeah, see, uh, wouldn't want to be, uh, um, shit. I wish I could clip all of the kills I've had. It's been only been like four, but they've been pretty nasty snipes. Um, anyways, uh, we had a situation where we were kind of between a couple people. Jackson reached out to some of his, uh, his buddies on the club lacrosse team, and a couple of them came by, and then we were also looking at, I mean, everyone knows Reno and, Reno from, we knew from high school, and I mean, you know, he he was just like a, a solid option, um, I think, and it was it was sort of like a, I'd always rather live with someone that I at least know and have had a relationship with, than live with like a completely random person. I think that's always a dicey proposition, because some people really fucking suck, um, and so we ended up uh, touring the. Uh, the other two kids from Club Cross, um, and I think one of the kids, uh, we'll call him Josh, was talking about the other kid, we'll call him Bob, uh, just for posterity, um, and he was like, hey man, like I just, I know he, the previous school he had been to, um, there were some like concerns, I, I think he had gotten kicked out for like drug stuff, um, kind of like a dicey situation, um, and it seemed just like that maybe wasn't the best move for us. Um, so we actually ended up going with Reno and Nate, and then it turned out, we kind of found out after the fact that uh, the Bob gentleman had um, was uh, a fairly uh, aggressive drug salesman. Um, and so we really kind of felt like we had dodged a bullet with that one. Fuck. I have, I don't have ghost on. Motherfucker. I'm getting out of here. Fuck that shit. Not getting in a fight with you when you have an UAV over me. It's goddamn bullshit. It's goddamn bullshit, I tell you. Hey, I tell you. I tell you some bullshit. You hunting me or what? You guy. Oh shit, that sounded close. Oh, above me. Or in this building. I don't know which. Yeah, must be above. Um, I'm going to go get my ghosty, my ghosty class. I don't want to be a ghosty boy. Um, anyways, so we ended up moving in together. Uh, this whole song and dance. This is also uh, part two of being co-workers, which was... Ah, cunt. Excuse my foul language. Um, and my lack of attentiveness. I just got shot in the fucking feet. Killed. Murdered dead. In the streets. Like a goddamn pig. Um, so Jackson and I started working at Roots together. Um, and this man's, I tell you, hated working the grill. I think he... I don't know that I could find 
oh, this is it. I, didn't, I glossed over a whole actual aspect of our friendship, which is that we were in the trenches. Summer after freshman year, we started dishwashing at a place over in Newburyport. Lovely restaurant, but um, it was miserable. Miserable, I tell you. Um, how do you get me, but I don't get you? That's absolutely fucking ridiculous. The fucking throwing knife. This is ridiculous. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, he had that shit already pulled out. That's on me. I should have known better. Um, and we were... Dude, I'm telling you, like... Uh, we were... It was like 2 a.m. every night. We'd fucking mop up. He'd give me a ride home. Um, it was just... That was a brutal summer. Um, and then I ended up going back for a little bit. He uh, moved on to bartending. I think he quickly realized that front of house is the, the move whenever you can make money off your personality. I mean, like, that's an ideal situation. I just wish it didn't have to be always in a restaurant setting. Because, um, I mean, we're both very good with people. Um, but, yeah, so we went through the trenches. And then part two was, I mean, Roots was, like, one of the dopest jobs ever. Like, I started just, like, kind of dicking off. And then we ended up having, like, a real solid community there. Um and I ended up being a, a quote-unquote supervisor. Um, but he, that man hated working on the grill. Hated it with a passion. I think the only reason he didn't leave was because of, like, our friend group all, all fucking worked there. And it was super convenient. And we would just go in all, like, we've mentioned it on the podcast for sure. But, like, anytime people were in town, fucking anything, we'd just go in there and fucking just gets food it was every weekend was like a couple buff check wraps like whatever the fuck we wanted just good times man and like i don't know it, some, of, some of it was bullshit but you know there's always bullshit with jobs i in on in terms of like um scale of customer service i think it was probably on the upper echelon just because we were dealing with mainly like um students and staff which i think helped us a whole lot um, I think there was sort of just, I, there's a different air of like respect, I think, when you're all sort of like part of a community and it's weird how like maybe that would translate to like other facets of life. Like, I don't know, like just spitballing here, but like maybe if like police made like a more of an effort to be part of the community, um, maybe that could help with relations. I don't know. Like everyone's just a little bit more respectful when they know that you're kind of living right next to them, like, blah, 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 I don't know, I'm just spitballing here, we're just, we're just, we're having fun, we're having fun, it's getting late, we're doing pots, I might actually take a quick break here in a second, um, I gotta make, uh, like a pee, um, and then I also want to do some more pot and have a little whiskey, it's currently 1.30 in the morning, so we're just getting started. I got a couple more, probably an hour and a half more Call of Duty left. I'm going to probably start ripping some duos. Why am I not doing that right now, actually? All right, we're going to take a little break. Um, where was I at? I was in the middle of Roots. Continue Roots in a second. In a second, for sure.
vivid memories of senior year other than Roots Cafe um, and other shenanigans was senior year was when the Fortnite craze hit. Um, so I want to say it was the first half of the year. So if I remember correctly, Fortnite came out like the fall of our junior year. And then it didn't really kind of get big until somewhere in senior year, I believe. Because I remember I had my Xbox, I think at Maggie's house junior year. So it, we didn't really play it much. But then once we moved in together, it was like I would come home and if Jackson was out of class early or before me or whatever, um, I that he would be fucking sitting on the floor playing Fortnite on my Xbox. Um, and it was, we just shared an Xbox for like the longest time. Um, and I remember it used to drive me insane sometimes. Um, just cause like I don't, the Xbox somehow is very, a, a very personal object. Like your gaming console, unless you have like siblings or something, like once you move out, you're like, this is fucking mine. Like, I don't know. Don't touch the shit. Don't play games on my shit. Like, if I want to play it, I want to play it. Give it to me now. It's kind of like Twitter. Like, you're just like, give it to me now. I need all of the hot takes. I need everything. I need it right now. Fucking right now. Um, I almost just killed the guy with the P90 that had a P90. And I was going with pistol. Fucking dumb dumb. Um, anyways, so Jackson eventually, I want, it was, it must have been, like, Christmas he got it, because I think we had separate Xbox, I think we had the two TV system going for, no, did we? I think we had two TVs going for much of second semester. I think Jackson would bring his TV out into the living room, and then we'd just sit there and fucking play Fortnite all day, every day. That shit was so much fun. Um. Just like those kind of like college video games are an elite time in your life that will never, you'll never really get back to those. Like you can do it kind of with roommates, but like when it was just like homework and video games and then like you worked like some bullshit ass job, like whatever. Those were the fucking days, dude. Those were the days. We had so much fun. Um, but we would just always fucking dick off and like, you know. Just do fucking whatever. Um, I remember it was always like, there was always something to do between Jackson's group of friends, like Club Lacrosse Kids, and then my group of friends that also became Jackson's group of friends just by, I mean, like osmosis. Um, we always had some shit to do every weekend, and it, I mean, if not, we'd just fucking head down to the bars and rip it up, see what we could get ourselves into. Usually we'd run into someone we knew, you know. It was it was like a small town, big town kind of vibe where you could you could count on certain people to always be at the bars, especially by the time we were seniors. I mean, it sounds kinda of dumb, but even at such like a big school it was like you always ran into someone you knew, you know. You could always have some some crew to hang out with. And usually I mean someone would end up like meeting you somewhere, I don't know, XYZ, yada yada yada. I'm gonna th I think I'm just going to try to do as many recons as I can in this game. I think that's my goal. Um, but yeah, so I just, just shenanigans on shenanigans on shenanigans. Um, and I mean, that was also right around the time where we really kind of got into the podcast um, and started doing it like somewhat seriously. 
I mean, it still wasn't, I think we've kind of reached not a, a pinnacle or a plateau or anything, but we've reached like a really good level where I think this is for the most part. And I mean, if anyone has any constructive feedback, we're always open to that. But like, it's reached a point where this is like a semi-professional podcast where like we, we legit like, I can't speak for Jackson, but like I spend a, a fair amount of time like take like doing notes for the podcast, doing like outline X Y Z, um, and so that was kind of back when we were just freestyling it, just sort of hoping for the best, and I feel like we've really gotten to a, a good spot, um, but also, um, I mean, then obviously like we kind of just. Jackson at grad school, I was still living in Amherst. We saw each other like somewhat frequently, but I was so goddamn busy with the campaign. The campaign was such a God fucking damn it. Was such a I took a sip of my drink and this fucking douchebag walks around the corner. Um The campaign was such a large undertaking. Um I mean for really anyone that I think I just was, it took me a while to adjust to how exactly that, that could function, um, while still keeping up with people. So, um, we kind of, I wouldn't say we drifted apart, but it was just kind of a bit different. Where is this motherfucker? God damn it. That gothic fucking gulag is infuriating me. Change that shit again. <sighs> God damn it. I can tell this is going to be a lot of editing for, for the dunk man in, a, in about an hour or so when I fucking listen. I shouldn't have recorded so much. It was really, I walked myself into this. I wanted to prove a point that I could talk for like 45 minutes to an hour. Um, point fucking proven, Duncan. I'm going to want to shoot you in the face later, dude. I'm going to punch myself in the balls. Um... But yeah, I mean, we grew apart just a little bit, and then obviously I ended up moving away. Um, but I think that if there's any good to have come out of um, this is that we've sort of learned how to adapt and stay in touch and still like be very close. Um, I mean, we've been doing... We got back in the podcast for a hot minute last October or September-ish, but that was right when a lot of things in my life were fucking imploding. So I think we fell off a little bit. And then once quarantine was back, we were like, well, let's fucking start this up, baby. Let's fucking do this. Um, I think we'd done like a handful of episodes uh, last fall. But, I mean, we're getting on to, I mean, eight eight or nine months. I think we've consistently been doing this podcast. I mean, if you do the math, what, uh, seven months we're getting up to. And, I mean, that's with a couple breaks in there. That's like one a week, so... Um, that was a nasty fucking snippy snippy doodah. Oh, I hate I hate that they don't let you kill people in the last second. That's such bullshit. Um, goddamn son. And so, um, I mean, like this. I think it's also like uh, just like to just sort of ramble about personal stuff. Um, Jackson's someone who has the capability to be very like emotionally understanding and very open about stuff and like is a, an extremely good person to talk to. 
Um, but it does take, I think, a little bit of work and a little bit of effort in order to earn the respect, in order to be able to do that with him. Um, and I'm probably going to hate this when it comes out tomorrow, but like, it's cool to be able to be inside that inner circle with him like that. Um, I don't think he lets just anyone in willy-nilly. And I mean, there's always people that we hang out with, kids from high school and whatever, but I'd like to be able to think that I they don't know him as I do. Um, I guess I'd, not even that I'd like to think that. Um, I would be honored to be a part of the group. I mean, even if... Even if it was a bigger circle, it would still just be an honor to know this guy. Um, goddamn, goddamn. Where did this... Somebody steal this fucking shit? Goddamn, dude. That's a fucking bitch. What a stupid ass. Where'd you go? But yeah, I think I'm kind of nearing the end here. I don't want to get too sappy, too wild, but um, I just uh, I appreciate Jackson as a co-host, as a friend, as a brother from another mother, and everything I said in my Instagram. Um, it's kind of weird to fucking... This guy go? Oh, that's a decoy grenade. Where did that guy go, dude? That's so weird, bro. That was real gunfire at some point. What the fuck? I'm tripping, bro. I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I did too many pots. Um, super cool to I just have someone that's kind of like that, um, especially as someone who... My only sibling mostly grown up was the my little sister and I mean like we didn't really have all that much relationship just due to age gap, age differences, that kind of stuff. Um, so it's nice to be able to have someone like him that I know I can kind of speak to as a as a friend, as a confidant, as a um, sometimes like guiding hand, someone I can ask advice for, someone who's maybe um, mature in different ways than I might be. Um, someone who like wakes up at a reasonable time every day, um, who like has a dog, um, things like that, you know, things that I don't have um, and don't necessarily want. But um, I know a girlfriend of God knows how long. I think the number is eight. I don't know why I think that, but it seems like eight. I like the number eight. It's round, it's like a snowman. Um, this might be the part of the episode where I just kind of go off on a tangent, um, now that I've covered everything I wanted to cover. I mean, numbers, man, there are some really good numbers out there. I think the one that kind of pops to my mind right off the bat is the number 69. It's an elite number. Um, there's so much symbology. Um, there's, it's, it's a very aesthetically pleasing number. It's symmetrical. Um... It's also the sign of cancers. Um, shout out, represent, even though Jackson's a... I'm going to take a wild stab at it and say he's a Virgo. I don't know what the fuck this month is, dude. September is stupid. Leo, Virgo. Where did that just come from? 
I literally jumped out. I, hey, he had the gold. The gold LMG. Where'd you come from, bruh? Bruh. Come on, don't do me like that. Um, other numbers that are really good. Um, the number eight. Um, I think it's particularly in golfing. It's called the just you're just taking a snowman because you're on a par four. That's it's gonna be double par. Um, so you just kind of give up there. Whoa! I just got him with a knife. I didn't know how I had the knife there. That's uh. Yeah, okay, cool, 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 very cool, very cool, very chill, very chill, very cool. Um, other good numbers, 8's a good number, 69's a good number, 75 is a good number. I think for me it has to do with um, the amount, like like 3 quarters is 75 cents, that's a good number, that's a round number, that's a number that I value. Um, 4 quarters is just a dollar, what's the point of having 4 quarters? Two quarters, 50 cents, eh, not quite enough to, to really stimulate me. I mean, 50 cents, whatever, dude, whatever, dude. Um, you're going to give that, I'm going to give you a dollar. You're going to give me 50 cents back. I'm, I could throw that 50 cents in the air. I don't care. It doesn't matter. 25 cents, stupid, 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 stupid. 41 cents. Now, that's a big number. That's a Starbucks number, okay, first of all, first and foremost. That is a Starbucks number. That is a... 541, I believe, is shit. I want to say f they change their prices so goddamn much, but most venti drinks, typically, I think especially hot venti drinks, if I remember correctly, are going to be 541 after tax. It's a number I say frequently. However, it is also a number that is one quarter, one dime, one nickel, one penny, and that shit, my friend, is fucking satisfying. Let me tell you, that is some... When you are handing change back and they give you like a 20, you hand them back a 5, a 1, 1 quarter, 1 dime, 1 nickel, and 1 penny. Oh, buddy, am I mentally aroused at that point. It is quite something. I've found that there's a certain arousal. Um, and that kind of stuff. The other thing is like cleaning shit, dude. I don't know why, but like, like a good, like mopping. I'm just really going on a tangent here. We're we're forgetting about the numbers. Like a good mop. Like I, I don't know how frequently people get to experience this, but like floors of a Starbucks get dirty as fuck, man. Like it, it's we don't have the mats. We don't have shit like that. I mean, I kind of wish we did, but it would, they would be such a pain in my dick hole to clean. I just don't want to deal with that, so I'd kind of much rather we do it the way we do, um, but when you get a good goddamn mop, and you fucking, you can, like, watch the grime come up off the floor, or there's, like, for example, I don't know, yesterday someone spilled a bunch of dark caramel on the floor, and I got to mop that shit up, dude, oh my god, was I fully fucking erect in my brain, that shit got me going in a way that other it's like <coughs> it's like when you do homework on Adderall you're just on a different level of like brain boner 
Oh, I have a loadout dropping down. Let's go. Canyon lands. I don't want that shit. I don't like either of these guns. I'm going to get my load. Um, but other good numbers. I think 45 is a good number. Um, 68 is a good number because it's funny um, that it's that close to 69, but it's not. You know what I mean? Um, that's humorous. That's a, a funny thing. Um, and then we also have 70 is stupid because it's not 69 and it's like a dumbass round number. Fuck round numbers, dog. Um, what other good numbers? Good solid number. 88 is just a, a, always a classic. Um, I don't think you can go wrong with the number 88. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention... 91 and 19, both, I think, very high-quality numbers. Also, both happen to be uh, Jackson Fritz's numbers. So um, very, very uh, good of him to have those numbers. Um, congratulations, Jackson Fritz. Um, I still have a pair of shorts that say, uh, I think, number... Is it 91? I think he was 91 at... UMass. Um, I have a UMass lacrosse number 91 shorts. They're fucking fire, let me tell you. I actually don't know where they are. Secret time. Um, secret time, I also steal cleaning supplies from Starbucks. Secret time. Um, now I'm just stealing Burt Kreischer's stick, but um, secret time. Uh, that's how I clean my bathroom a lot of the times. So, yeah, I don't know. Sue me. Fucking come after me, Starbucks. What are you going to do? Um, what else, dog? Numbers. Good numbers. Good numbers? I don't know, dude. There's really not, like, a whole lot of good numbers. I'm trying to think of other ones. 33 is all right, mostly because it's just three quarters of 88. It's like, it's like JV88. I'm like, I don't know who the fuck wants that. Like I said, hashtag boring. I since when have you been able to go into the train station? I feel like that was a a hidden little secret. If there's anyone near me, it's gonna be a, a big issue if there's people near me. Um, yeah, uh, other good numbers, I think. I don't know. Twenty one does it for me. I think part of that is because I my home address growing up was 21 um so i really like that 22 is a good one as well uh, that was my number in baseball um i don't know what what makes a number i mean like I, I understand what makes a number but like why do i why do i gravitate towards certain numbers more than i gravitate toward others i would like answers i like them quickly um if anyone has any input lmk um other numbers man um, I feel like the 90s are all like kind of shitty. I don't really care about 90s. Overrated. I'm going to go buy a UAV. Um, 90s, 80s, 70s, 60s are all pretty good. 50s are just two in the middle. 40s, 4 is an aesthetically unpleasant number, um, especially when you're dealing with a second number after it. I don't want none of that shit. Um... Let's see, what else? What else, what else, what else? I don't know, lots of fun stuff. Lots of fun.
lots of fun, every, very fun, very fun, very cool. Um, other things, I don't know, dude, I haven't really been fucking thinking about a whole lot. I, I also talked for like eight hours at work today, so, um, I think this is about where I wrap up this particular podcast. Ooh, I just unlocked 100 round drums on my kilo. It's gonna be nasty, let's go. Um, but yeah, we'll see what the fi- final product of this particular podcast is. Um, maybe later tonight. That could be fun. And then, um, yeah, I don't know, man. Thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate the support, as always, to our, like, 20 listeners. We've really grown. Um, I think we're really getting somewhere. Maybe somebody will start selling some ads or something. That could be fun. And Papa UAV. This guy is just chilling on the other side. Fuck you, dude. Ooh, where did that come from? See ya, dude. Thanks for coming out. I'm gonna go buy another UV. Pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it, pop it. Pop it. Alright. Um, but yeah, anyways, sorry about that, guys. I just kind of spaced out. Um, I was doing some important shoosting. Um, at the bad guys. Um, but anyways, peace out, you cool cats and kittens. Um, as always, uh, happy birthday, Jackson. It's technically still your birthday because I haven't gone to bed yet. Um, but anyways, we'll see you all next week, I think, probably next Monday, um, for another full episode. Action Bronson, Jackson's birthday week- weekend, you know, just a bunch of fucking fun stuff with a couple of cool guys. I will shoot up, baby duck if it quacks with a Ruger Top billing, come cops and billing it Shots is blocked, shipped out and bought And y'all feeling it, LP killing it Killer my killer shit What more can I say, we top billing it Valiant without villainy, it, viciously found victory Burnt towns and villages, burning, looting and pillaging Murderers try to hurt us, we curse them and all their children I just want the bread and bologna bundles to tuck away I don't work for free, I am barely giving a fuck away So tell begging Johnny and mommy to get the fuck away Yo, here's a gun, son, now run, get it the gut away Live to shoot another day